This is your Daily Dose, and I'm your old pal, Nick. You know what? Why don't you go ahead and skip this episode? It's a really good one, but some people might find it embarrassing once he listened back to it and realized what he admitted about himself. Still here? Well then, enjoy. I'd like to think of myself as a good storyteller. Yes, you are. And I think one of the reasons for that is when I was a kid and I was reading a lot. So that's one way that these stories kind of, you know, a turn of phrase really impresses you. And maybe you incorporate that Mm -hmm. into your day to day. But also in my fantasy life, whether it was, you know, sexual in nature or erotic in nature, Um, Or later on, just like, I want to be a rock star or I want to be a famous writer or any of those things. I had to create, like in my head, I couldn't just jump into the sack or I couldn't just get on stage. I had to have a backstory (laughs) for all of these things. I had to create like, okay, well, obviously I'm on the swimsuit uh, shoot. Uh, why am I there? Am I the photographer? Am I the photographer's assistant? Do I work at the resort that they're at doing the photography? What kind of emergency comes up that throws me and the model and or models together in order to, you know, something for It was so much. It was so much. It seems like a complicated path to the sack. It was uh, very complicated. And even the music one was like, okay, Obviously, Dave Matthews and I met when we were younger and we had a falling out over a woman and she later passed away. And obviously there's this thing between us that we never. And then I go to one of his shows and he calls me on stage. I don't know why Dave Matthews of all people. Just someone famous. Just someone Could famous. be anyone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there were all these things in my head running around. And I feel like that having to create these foundations for all my stories made me think about ways to tell stories and things that I can pull in very easily when I'm telling a story. You have a very natural improv mind Yeah, for you to be able to tell the story of something that you look at. You know what I want to do with you, buddy? I want to go out to a park and tell other people's stories to each other. And this is what we do because I've done this with a number of my friends, improv and otherwise. You pick a couple on a bench and you just start telling each other the story of that couple. That's Myrtle. Oh, so you're people watching. Yes, Myrtle's been in love with Fred for the last 42 years. But Fred recently had an affair. That's why she's facing away from him on the bench. She's feeding those pigeons like she's really interested, but she's listening hard for what he's thinking. You know, and so little things like that where it's like, it's, I have no idea what these people's stories are, but to use your imagination and apply it that way, it's like improv practice. And you do it naturally. It's like, you bet you couldn't even control it. I think that's going to probably... Oh, no, I would absolutely just keep going. Yeah, and yeah. so it happens inside. You decide when to um, I'll expose that to the rest of the world. And, uh, and guess what? Most often, you have to admit, people are relatively delighted with your clever mind. Yes, I and. am. <laughs> yes, and. oh, nice. <laughs> yes, and. End with the ultimate improv principle. Exactly. One of the things I love about doing a daily podcast with Nick is that it gives me a chance to glimpse his wonderfully twisted imagination. Most often I laugh. Sometimes I make clinical notes for his therapist. But isn't that really what being a good friend and podcast partner is all about? I think so. Until next time, good people, work on that backstory.